Welcome into the Thunder Basketball Universe presented by Coop Aleworks. We've told you to keep an eye out now for the past month probably. We've hinted that this would be coming soon and that is the Thunder's 2022-23 NBA schedule. That's right, all 82 games are set. The dates are locked in so you know we had to bring out the full crew to come talk about this today. This is a big day here in the Thunder Basketball Universe. So here joining us in the podcast studio is radio play-by-play Mr. Matt Pinto and of course TV analyst Mr. Michael Cage. And guys, I know there are a lot of reasons why schedule release day is a big deal, but for us who travel with the team all 82 games, I know exactly what we're going to be doing every day for the next six months. That's a big deal. Yeah, this is huge in terms of like just planning your life yeah. out, knowing where you're going to be, you know, on your kids' birthdays and all that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, this is this is our roadmap for yeah. the next seven months, basically, and um, a great opportunity to get our prep started. Yeah, <laughs> home for Thanksgiving, yeah. home for two weeks around Christmas. That's a big home deal. Home for New Year's Eve. It's like this works. What could be better? <laughs> yeah. What could be better? Yeah. Now, that was the first one I looked at. Was all right. I know it's been a thunder tradition that we're home for New Year's Eve. And I, once I saw that, I said, okay, the schedule doesn't matter. It's all good now. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're going to keep that going. That tradition stays alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Should now, be a good matchup. Yeah. Between all four of us, we've seen a lot of NBA schedules released over the years. I'm curious for you two. You guys have seen a lot more NBA schedules than we have. How has this day changed in terms of what this day means for everybody out there? Matt, let's start with you. You see a ton of leaks now that mm-hmm. yeah. become national stories. Who's playing on Christmas Day? Who isn't? There are teams in an uproar. There are fan bases in an uproar. And then from the Thunder standpoint, it's that itch to to know, to know, okay, where are we featured nationally? What are the big dates coming up on the schedule? Um, and I think the age of social media, and you may mention this, Paris, um, has made this a big occasion. Sure and that's to the credit of the NBA, I think, yeah. Michael. The, the popularity of the sport, it's global. Uh, the way that they you know, do a really good job of featuring star, star and showcasing them so there's an identification for fans and they're looking for those matchups and where are they in the schedule when this released you know and for me being a former player i mean it was not something that i really saw as much when i was playing but i see the value of it now because i'm thinking like a player now i know the players are probably just as excited today as we are yeah you know we, we got what a, a draft class coming in of four new top players yeah. four new players from last year i know they're looking at it just like we were last night like, okay, this is where we're going to be. I'll be close to home. This is what's going on. But I like what the league is doing now. I really think it should be given that kind of notoriety because it's a, it's really a major deal because you're talking about the, the broadcast schedule for us. Mm-hmm. You talk, you guys brought up the family. Are you going to be home for Christmas? Yeah, of course, we're, we're home for all three of the big major holidays. And then take it further, you look at the schedule itself and see how – Travel friendly it is. Yeah, well, good reminder, Michael, about the broadcast. 81 of the 82 games mm-hmm. will be on Bally Sports Oklahoma. Of course, all 82 will be on WWS Sports Animal and the Thunder Radio Network. And, Michael, you, you alluded to this. The players, you know, they're going to be taking the schedule one game at a time. Once we get into the season, those guys are so laser-focused that – you know, they're not looking ahead to who's on the schedule, but I think right now in August when nothing else is going on, they can, you know, start to plan out those outfits. I know Shay's going to be wondering <laughs> about the cold weather cities, the warm weather cities. Got to get all those fits for that concrete runway. Make sure runway. the suitcase is big enough. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, it, it's really funny because I, I got to believe, because if I was a player today, this would be like a big moment for me too because I'm thinking, all right, I know the schedule now. I know when I'm going to play against LeBron James. You know, uh, I know when I'm going to play against 
Nikola Jokic. You know, I know when I'm going to play, you know, against Chris Paul. And I think that, you know, it resonates with players. And then at the same time, for all of us, we get to kind of prepare for it too, because so much has been happening, you know, quickly with the draft, mm -hmm. the pre-draft, and then the summer league. And then you have that lull that's happened until right now. Now everybody starts saying, okay, we got a target date now for how this whole thing is going to start. And you know, once it starts, man, it never stops. It never lets up. Yeah. And I'm, th I'm thinking as a player, you're looking at, how many back-to-backs do we have? Yeah. Where are there clusters of games in the <laughs> exactly. schedule? I have Long to prepare myself. Trips, yeah. Exactly. And, you know, there are, I think, two road trips of four games, one of five. Right. That's yeah. the max. But, you know, March, 17 games throughout the course of that month, 16 games in November. So I'm guessing they're gearing themselves that way a little bit, too. There's that stretch of seven out of eight games, late November, early December, that are all on the road. That is going to be a huge test for this young Thunder team to, to go into those road games after road games. But I think you notice throughout the schedule, there's also... Also, uh, uh, the, the league does a really nice job more and more each uh, successive year of trying to group games together in the same city. Mm -hmm. So you mm -hmm. see those stretches where you play actually three out of four nights against the two Los Angeles teams. So you get a chance to at least unpack your bags in one place. Yeah. And, 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 five days yeah, in L.A., that's rough. <laughs> yeah. And you remember, that's how we finished the season last right. year yeah. right. with right. those five right. days in Los Angeles. So. You know, I know we're going to talk about it a little bit later in, into the particulars of the schedule, but, you know, you look at the overall schedule mm -hmm. itself from me, from my point of view as a player and now as an analyst, I think it's very travel friendly. Yeah. And, and I, you know, it's really, you know, I, the league has done a good job of not just making it cushiony for the top teams, but yeah. I see a little break in there for, for teams that, you know, are not projected to be uh, in the NBA championship or, you know, playing for the Western Conference title. Mm -hmm. I see, you know, a break in the schedule where, you know, these guys can kind of reload because before they get to the all-star break. Here's the other thing I noticed that I want to mention yeah. quickly is that there are like five almost baseball series. Yes. yes. Same yes. team. Uh-huh. It's not necessarily back-to-back -back days, but it's back-to-back -back games. Right. So there's almost a playoff feel to that. And and for a young team to have the opportunity to make the course corrections and adjustments exactly. game to game is incredibly valuable. And it happens five times on the schedule. Wow. There's so yeah. many opportunities in the, in the season to really dive into those those back-to-backs, those mini-series that we're talking about. Let's take a short break here because we want to dive into this schedule and the details of this upcoming calendar. Coop Elworks is the proud sponsor of Thunder Basketball Universe. Brewers of the fan favorites F5 IPA and 99 Calorie Ice Chest IPA. You'll find those and many more Coop beers at retailers across Oklahoma. Learn more at CoopLworks.com. All right, let's jump right into it. Some of these notable matchups that all of us have had our eyes on as soon as this schedule came out. The first one being the very first game for the Thunder. That's going to be Wednesday, October 19th at Minnesota. And this makes things a little bit easier because the first home opener for the Thunder is also against the Timberwolves. That is going to be on Sunday, October 23rd. And Mike, you mentioned it earlier, that New Year's Eve game, the one that is so, you know, a tradition here in Oklahoma City. Thunder will be playing the 76ers here inside of Paycom Center on December 31st. So some of those, those are the, the highlight matchups yeah. that, you know, a lot of fans really look forward to seeing. I'm interested. I mentioned it earlier. We've seen a lot of NBA schedules. What are the first things that you guys look for whenever this schedule comes out? What stood out to you immediately? Well, I think that, you know, the, the Thunder get the one 
true national game on November 1st in Orlando Mm -hmm. against the Magic. Uh, That's the one versus two, Paolo Bancaro versus Chet Holmgren. That's going to be the way it's billed. And I'm sure that there's going to be a a lot of hype around that matchup and around which of these two teams that are developing and are continuing to sort of till the soil, uh, looking to bigger things in the future. Where is each of these teams as it relates to how the nation is perceiving them? So I think that's going to be a great opportunity to showcase where this organization is um, on a national stage. And, you know, if I can add to what Matt said, just starting out against Minnesota, I think yeah. that's going to be a real big moment there, too. Because remember last year we started out in Utah. Yeah. Utah had hopes of being in the Western Conference Finals, talking, getting to the NBA Finals. Uh, we played them the last couple of years like that. Here we are playing another hard-hitting, you know, what I would call overachieving team. And they got a, you know, they got an upgrade with Rudy Gobert to see all that, how all that works with Carl Anthony Towns. And where all the young guys fall at that point when they finish training camp and they fly into Minnesota. But Nick, did they get an upgrade? With, I mean, well, that's I mean, it'll debate. be, it'll be fascinating. It'll be fascinating to yeah. to I thought I had slipped that in. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, Matt, you caught me. No, Matt, it's a great point because uh, it, that is going to be a fascinating <laughs> stage of both the Thunder's development arc and Minnesota's development arc. So early in the season, you face a division rival twice in the first, you know, four days of the schedule, five days of the schedule. And yeah, we don't know how that combo in the front court is mm-hmm. going to look. And so there's going to be a lot well, we of, we know it's going to be big though. Yeah. Well, the stretch that I'm really looking at guys is actually in January. It's a four game road trip mm-hmm. against four potentially heavy hitters in the Eastern conference. You've got Miami, Philadelphia, yep. Chicago, and Brooklyn. You think about this young thunder team, probably going to be the youngest team in the league. Once again, mm-hmm. In the dog days of January, we know, I mean, Michael, you know better than anybody how grueling that part of the schedule can be leading up to the All-Star break. Breeding that resilience within this group during that time period is going to be absolutely essential. Be a great opportunity for these guys to go up against some of the league's best, get knocked down potentially, and then fight their way back up. Well, you know, iron sharpens iron. That's so, right and I mean, that, that's how the schedule goes. And sometimes, you know, the schedule is your friend and sometimes it's your enemy. And don't inclu- don't forget about the element of weather. Remember how we sat on the ground for almost <laughs> sure a whole enough. night in, in yep. Charlotte, North Carolina. Hard to forget. You know, then fly to Cleveland and play. Yep. You know, we had a couple of trips like that where we got caught in the snow. So you throw that in there as well. I, but I think that the league as a whole has done a good job of making sure that everybody is going to get grinded. You know, mm-hmm. several times with those big road trips. Well, we have three big. Road trips where, you know, we're staying on the road for at least five, six. Well, I think yeah. I counted last one, eight days maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you know, we haven't quite had a trip like that. But I like that yeah, because, true. you know, you're knocking out those road games. And then you come home and you have the same thing where you play four or five games at home for a nice little stretch. Yeah, I'm going to go the flip. Yeah. Nick, you're, you're talking about the road challenges. I'm looking mid-December when you're home for seven consecutive yes. games yeah. before Christmas. Because I think one of the things, and Michael, I'd love to hear your, your feedback on this. A young team needs to build um, a dynamic about um, bringing a disposition at home to defend the home court and to build a home court advantage. So I'm curious to see if this team can develop that as the season unfolds Mm -hmm. and to have seven consecutive days around a holiday, which can be a distraction at home. How will they deal with that? Um, So I'm curious to see that. Well, and I think that that's the part where, um, you know, being a young team mm-hmm. and, you know, Mark Dagnall has been around. He's been in this organization, you know, as a, you know, blue coach and now what third year as at the helm here. I think that's where it really comes into hand. You, you know, you got a young team, energetic. Uh, that's going to really help you out 
if you think about it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. should. Yeah, really should. Yeah. One other thing that I wanted to go back to a little bit are the miniseries because there's yeah. a lot of them. One of them we get right out of the gates in October. We host the Clippers here inside of Paycom Center on the 25th and the 27th. This is something that is relatively new. I mean, over the past two, three seasons that we've seen, what have been some of the benefits that we've seen from these miniseries and what guys can get out of them? I think the yeah. biggest one is the, the ability to adjust game to game. And, and I think Mark Dagnall has shown he's been exceptional in that regard. And the player's buy-in has been very evident in those previously. Yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I, I would say going into the schedule, don't sleep on the Clippers. It's like oh, we've almost yeah, forgotten absolutely. that Kawhi's coming back and yeah. Paul George is going to be healthy. And, yeah. man, I mean, th this team, I think, is loaded and, and could be one of those teams that fights to win the West this season. But to see them early in the season, I think, is a benefit. And I think this is a, a beautiful opportunity for this team to get a sense of what competing on this level and to do it against an elitist team right out of the shoot at home, that'll be terrific. Uh, the one other thing to mention here is also not, not just the adjustments game to game by the coaching staff, but players learning personnel yeah right there's there's it's one yeah. thing to watch film on Kawhi Leonard and Paul George it's a whole nother thing to have to defend those pull-up jump shots to mm -hmm. deal with the length all of that type of thing that's something only learned through the experience of being on the floor and truly knowing the personnel right. Right. And that's also an element. It's a, it's a learned skill to be able to make those adjustments in real time. Let's talk about the, the tough stretches of the schedule. In recent years, it's been January. January mm -hmm. is normally really a grind mm -hmm. in the, in this season. I'm looking at March in this calendar. Yeah. <laughs> games, yeah, games, yeah. games, games, back-to-backs, back-to-backs, back-to-backs. But one thing that we've talked about is that is an excellent, excellent opportunity for these young guys to learn how to A, create this resilience within the within their team, how to build their own energy and take it with them on the road. Mike, as you look at that calendar, what are you thinking when you look at March and those back-to-backs, especially a home road back-to-back, -back, Golden yeah. State and Phoenix right there in that first week? What are you seeing when you look at that month? Well, first of all, it's a grind month. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, we usually see a heavy schedule like that, what, uh, in January? So mm -hmm. even though January is still a heavy schedule, this is probably probably, to me, like the crescendo of the season. The, when you get over that hump, you're, you're pretty much going downhill because it's going to challenge you in every way. By then, you know, uh, conditioning starts to become a big factor, uh, staying healthy for a lot of teams. Because you got to realize whatever guidelines the Thunder young players might be under, the other teams are under that too. What about, you know, load management, how they're going to play these players at that point in the season because you're talking post-All-Star break. And for the Thunder, I like the fact that coming out of that post-All-Star break and then rolling over into this heavy schedule in March, you got a, a nice little, what, five games at home. You play two games on the road right after the All-Star break. And I think you got like five coming up mm -hmm. at home. And then you got this massive schedule in March. I, I think that, you know, by then I think you would have probably understood a lot of these guys, because we're still young, keep in mind, you know, we were the youngest team in the league last year. They would have gotten used to this schedule by then, especially having that big break in February for the All-Star break right. to get ready yep. for this kind of grind month. Usually January just beats you up and you're just crawling to the All-Star break. Right. You know, in March, the Thunder also gets two out of the four afternoon games that the team has mm -hmm. this year. That's not something that these guys are probably typically accustomed to. Nope. We haven't seen it over the last few years playing uh, an early afternoon game. There's a, a noon tip-off at New York earlier in November. And then there's two 2.30 p.m. tip-offs here in Paycom Center. I think about just 
family friendly, being able to bring kids down sure. to those yeah. games yeah. late in the late in the school year, <laughs> late late in the season. Uh, I think that'll be great opportunities for fans to come down to bring their their kids and, and families. And if we're talking specific opponents, they see Houston three times in February, including yeah. a home and home with them to open the month. Right. So I think that when we look at the track and 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 the, the landscape of where different teams are in their development right now. There are obvious comparisons between Houston and the Thunder, and it's going to be an opportunity for our guys to get out there and, and be about competing against a team that maybe is at a similar place in their overall development. A lot to look forward to on this schedule. All 82 games are out right now. You can go to OKCThunder.com to see the full schedule and maybe get some tickets too while you're at it. Come down to Paycom Center and see these guys in action in person. And of course, tune into Bally Sports Oklahoma and catch all of us on air and tune into WWLS Sports Animal to listen to those games as well. Before we let you go, there are a couple of things that happened recently here in the Thunder Basketball Universe that we want to keep an eye on and keep you up to date with. And they caught our attention. The first one is Shay. He went back home to Ontario and hosted his own, his first basketball camp for kids in his hometown of Hamilton, Ontario. I thought this was awesome. I love seeing Shay out there interacting with kids. Looked like they had a fun time out there. Well, we have an incredible content team that was up there capturing some of this. And, um, you know, the pictures say everything that you need to to see there because uh, the smiles on the kids' faces, Mm -hmm. Shay, how he lights up a room. um, This is, I mean, this is why he's such a special leader for this group. Well, it's amazing the maturity he has as a player to continue to get better and develop himself, Michael, but he's still a kid as well. Like he really has a jovial approach about the game. And I think that really translates. And you know, uh, for a player to go back to his hometown, there's just nothing no better than that. It's just special. It's it's a feel good moment. It's giving back to your community that gave to you that mm-hmm. pre- that helped you get to where you were. Mm-hmm. Family, friends. I mean, that's one of those ones that like make you say when you hit that schedule in March. I don't care. Bring it on. I got a lot of people <laughs> that believe in me. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and he actually hosted the camp in his old school gym, yeah. Sir Alan McNabb Secondary School in Hamilton. And if I'm a kid going to that school and I see Shay coming back, mm-hmm. oh man, I'm soaking up every single word that he's. <laughs> saying I'm wearing that shirt every single day that I got at that camp. So I know those kids really, really enjoyed that opportunity. If we're talking about hometowns, we also have to mention Mr. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, who went back to his hometown of Kansas City to throw out the first pitch at a Royals game. I, I don't know. Gal, did you see the pitch? Did you I see saw the, the pitch. Okay. It, looked, it looked pretty good. Okay. I mean, All right. I will say, you know, he didn't rear back and fire. No, he didn't, no, he no. didn't throw a full fastball. It was more of a, a batting practice pitch, but... Yeah. It was straight. It got to the plate. It, it got to the plate. <laughs> got to the plate. And, and to be honest, Jerry was just—he was looking cool. No, that's yeah. the, I mean, that's he kind of he wanted to make sure that he looked like he looked good. So that's the most important thing. Yeah. Well, he didn't pull a Nelly and throw the ball right. like 16 feet outside <laughs> right. to the backstop. So yeah. that was good. Didn't have to dive yeah. to go catch yeah. the ball. Yeah. 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 So it looked like there was a lot of awesome things happening in players' hometowns this past weekend. And if you missed it, be sure to go to OKCThunder.com or at OKCThunder on all social channels to keep up with what is happening in the Thunder basketball universe. And of course, we talked about the fun schedule release content. You're going to want it if you haven't seen it oh already. Gosh, yes. Please. So good. Please go watch the wholesome content that the Thunder just put out on at OKCThunder on all social channels. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make you very happy. It's going to yeah. make you smile. <laughs> Absolutely going to make your day. Um, I, I don't even want to tease it. It's, I know, it's gonna, I know. Just, yeah. I, I, wish the, I wish it was like 30 minutes long, yeah. personally, for me. It wasn't enough, but you're going to love it. It's on at OKC Thunder on all social channels. Be sure to go check that out. 
Until then, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much to our special guest, Mr. Matt Pinta, Mr. Michael Cage, for joining us today. Thank you so much to our producer, Matt Bishop. And until next time, thunder up and catch you later.